So we got to go back a little bit. And a, little a bit. little bit. About that. Yes. <laughs> you got your drive back on. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. I love it. You guys are so great. There he is. There he is. Yay. I was, <laughs> I was quite hungry. Oh, look, we have our laugh track back. Yay. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? Welcome to Shopping for Tea, listeners. Welcome. We should jump right in. We have so much to talk yeah, about. Yeah, let's do, let's do a quick reach <sighs> around. Who, who do we have today? Okay, so I'm Sylvia, your hostess with the most. And um, this week I have the mostest, I got the most sleep because I was so sick. I slept one night for 18 hours. Oh my gosh. So, and, yeah. I know it was crazy, and I took three days out of work because of it. So um, I'm I'm the, the hostess with the most rest. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I could probably fight you for that title this week. But go ahead. Who else do you have? <laughs> oh my God! Well, my name is is Kevin, and apparently I'm the host with the most envy. <laughs> I wish I could have sleep like that. Oh my God! I sleep like very little. So yeah, yeah that, that must be really nice, but it's not nice to be sick and have that the no. reason that you're sleeping. Uh-uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And who and, else is here? And my name is Brian and I am everything Britney Spears, who we have a lot to talk about this week. Well, not a lot oh, to talk about, but we have something, something to talk about with Britney. Something's going on. Oh. And everything else, pop culture, everything yes. else, pop culture, music yes. related, just about anything. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, we do need to talk a little bit of Brittany. I did hear something. So listeners, remember, this is Shopping for Tea, the place where you come for fun facts and sometimes unfacts. So <laughs> if we get any of this wrong, you know where to find us. <laughs> so uh, go ahead, Brian. What's happening with Brittany, our so, girl? Yeah, apparently it was um, at the end of last week, which we probably wouldn't have, even if we did record last week, this happened, I think, right after that. So we wouldn't have had this on the show last week anyway. So anyway, but uh, apparently there has been an intervention staged for Britney Spears because people are very concerned about her behavior. However, she got wind of this intervention and had nothing to do with it. So it did not it did not happen. Um, Apparently, her husband, (laughs) Sam Asgari, was in on the intervention. So he knew it was going on. So I'm not sure their relationship. I'm not sure what it's based on yeah. or, or mm. what it's doing for her. But well, this, currently this, he just kind of seems like a trophy boy for her. That's that it, probably true. But the fact that there was a, an attempted intervention gives me hope that he's doing the right thing and that she's going to get the help that she needs. Well, I I do hope so because it does seem like she's been kind of erratic lately, but she did shoot down the rumors this weekend that there even was an intervention and she denied the whole thing. Uh, Multiple reports, and this is on um, a very reputable source called the Hollywood Reporter. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. My, <laughs> right. Multiple, my mul- dad would have called that the Hollywood distorter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's just like CNN. Jesus. Right. <laughs> so multiple multiple reports published Thursday alleged that Britney Spears inner circle had an intervention plan to encourage her to get help after being concerned by her behavior, which was reportedly described as very difficult, quote, and absolutely chaotic, quote. Mm-hmm. TMZ, another very reputable source, mm-hmm. has first reported <laughs> that an alleged failed intervention, citing anonymous sources, stated that concerns have grown amid Spears' problems with mental health and substance abuse, leaving those around her alarmed because she has been flying off the handle and is not taking medications that stabilize her, end quote. Uh... 
That's problematic. It's problematic. It's not cool. It's not cool. And of course, like I said, those are very those are two very reputable sources. So TMZ well, and Hollywood Reporter. Well, I've been on, right. I've been on the Britney side of an intervention, and it is not fun. It is not something that you look forward to. But I mean, if you, sometimes the people around you are the people you need to listen to, because when you're you know in the depths of addiction, you just don't see the world the way everybody else does, and you feel like there's no way out, and you just kind of have to let other people guide you until you can get back to a place of sanity. That's such a great way to put it, Kevin, that you just don't see the world the way the rest of the people do. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's huge. And and, and, and how, can, how could she? She has been groomed to be Britney Spears since she was 13. How is she going to see the world normally? Yeah, She's oh, not. absolutely. She didn't stand a chance. Oh, no, yeah, no, she's no. never going to be normal. No. For sure, she won't be normal. But that, um, this is quick a detour, and this wasn't really on my notes, but it made me think of that senator who checked himself in for depression. John Fetterman? Yeah, and mm-hmm. how great that was of him to take care of himself. And um, I, it's disgusting the way that Republicans are trying to say that he's not fit for office because of that. <laughs> disgusting. See, I try to not listen to that stuff because there's so much in Florida that's bad that I can't branch out into another state's problems. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of Florida, let's go ahead and dive into that because uh, there's so much. And if we don't start it, we're already 10 minutes in. If we don't start Florida now... Girl, I know. Girl. If we don't, if, if we don't start Florida now, girl, we, you know, <laughs> we're, we're not get even gonna get stage. there. <laughs> and okay. make sure when you tip out, you tip out with Sandy at the front bar. I don't even know where to start with Florida. Um, I wake up every day and and can't believe that I have to think about the things I have to think about when I go to school. Um, not just the way that they're they're treating our educators and our education system and, and our LGBT community and all of those things. It, it's and the, hard every day. And the people of color and the people of color that are LGBT. Uh, Can you imagine how uh, they feel? You know, we're in the midst of Black History Month, right? So yes. uh, we're doing our Black History Month thing and I'm sending out emails Same. to teachers about give me the names of four kids you think should see this presentation. And then not getting responses you know how teachers are brian everybody's busy i get it but come on give me four names so i can fill the auditorium up with kids and uh i'm not getting the responses quick enough or whatever and i get a response i get an email from a, a black teacher and she was like first of all she's like thank you for doing this i appreciate you whatever and then she talked about how unwelcome she felt at our school and Aww. how un- uh, it really unloaded this shit on me and I was like holy shit so Did much they- for that social emotional learning shit that we tried to push two years ago <laughs> oh no because we can't do that anymore it's, no. in Florida. it's critical race theory don't you say don't you <laughs> right <laughs> and let's get to the uh, Naples people oh. trying to shut down the pride, the pride. pride parade yeah. yeah because of the the dangers of drag queens yes which is something that our high school kids look forward to every single year our high school people do and it is important for our high school kids to be able to see themselves in those places and how you know so okay the we're talking about naples here (laughs) naples pride is not a huge event i mean there's maybe a couple hundred people max you know in this little park well, what? last last time I was there, it was pretty large, but Eureka O'Hara was also there. So really, yeah. Wow, I never would have expected that. Yeah, yeah. and it's, and it's in Cambier Park, which is an outdoor space. It's a great which is, space, which is why they don't want it to happen there. They can say they're saying that we're exposing people in a public space, exposing children in a public space to drag queens and they just don't you know they don't think that's appropriate even though right because there's a playground next door and a child might see somebody inappropriately dressed in in a fabulous gown yeah they might oh my god look at those rhinestones now i'm gay (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) is that how it works that's that's what they that's what they think okay (laughs) Um, it brings us back to Florida, to Naples. I had taken some notes on Naples versus the city, the town where I teach, where I'm just putting it out there. It's Immokalee. I haven't even figured it out right now. <laughs> um, and it's, 
it's I'm sure it's, it's in the cuts. I'm sure we forgot <laughs> to cut it out somewhere. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's crazy because the disparity between those two towns and they're in the same county. Oh yes. yes. You know when it comes to money, and yep. I, I, you know, Immokalee is the second poorest town in Florida. Oh, it was the first. What's the first now? Uh, something it begins with a P. I can't remember. I don't even know where it is. Uh, oh. And Bacalio County is the wealthiest county in yep. Florida. Yeah. And Immokalee is in Collier County. And Immokalee <laughs> no, is literally sense. Immokalee is literally built from Habitat for Humanity. They, exactly. Every single house, almost <laughs> every single house in Immokalee was built and by Habitat. And they're still doing the same thing with new buildings that they're building. And the reason I brought that stuff up, I think we're going to get away from what we were talking about, Florida, and it brings me to our um, another mass shooting. Oh. And, um, and this time I have a connection. Yes, you do. Yes, you oh. do. <gasps> Listeners, we're talking about Michigan State, and I teach in this uh, migrant community in Florida and we send a lot of our kids we send them there they get to go there uh, they work through a program a lot of our kids go to that school and one of our students was uh, shot in that that shooting and she's alive uh, she's had so, several surgeries she's in I guess stable condition now um, but like now I have a connection that's one of my kids Wow. Yeah, she's a, and her last name is uh, Huapia, right? Yes, yeah. And um, she, and uh, she, her family has been in Immokalee forever. I've I've taught some of her kids or some yeah. of her some of her brothers and sisters. Yeah, and... I know them through the um, Immokalee Foundation and yeah. the Guadalupe Center. They're all you know boys and girls club. I have all the kids. There's not many kids in town that I don't end up knowing. Yeah, and they all, and you will yeah. teach their whole family, their whole generation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but it, it really struck home. I sent a text off to one boy that I've kept in touch with because he's such a great kid, uh, you know, and he's okay. It, thank God he's okay. But is he really okay? You know, he yeah, was probably. there. You know, probably he, not. Yeah, oh, he's not okay. And it's not okay that this keeps happening. And then mm -hmm. I took these notes the other day and it said, as of February 17th, there have been 73 mass shootings already. And that number has yep. gone up again and again and again since then. Yeah, well, we have a problem and we just want to ignore it. And um, as of this year, like right now, we've had children killed. The ages 0 to 11, 29 children have been, children have been killed. Wow. 66 have been injured. Teenagers wow. between 12 and 17, 203 have been killed. Jesus. 453 have been injured. But they're freaking That's... out about fucking drag queans. Really? I know. Come on. I know. I know. Can you stand it? I know. Uh, how, do you, how do these people gun, live with themselves? Gun violence deaths. Now, again, this I get all my information on this gun violence stuff on the gun violence archive. And then there were a couple other places I got some information. USA Today. There were 2,404 of those gun violence deaths were homicide. And the remaining 3,000 were suicide, which wow. is sad in wow. itself. Yeah. yeah and so, so... And it's, it's, it's kind of alarming also how um, every time there's a suicide in the news, it does get kind of looked over. I don't know if you guys heard this week. Do you remember Kelly Pickler from yeah. American yes. Idol? Yeah, yes. so, um, you know, her husband and songwriting partner committed suicide I about, saw that. about three or four days ago, yeah. Aww. I didn't so. read the article, I just saw the headline and it saddened me. Yeah. She's the cutest thing in the world. That's yeah. She was shame. the cute thing. It she is a shame is. when anybody dies by suicide. Yeah. Um, but I, I but it's, be, it's becoming you. just like mass shootings, like we're not even phased by it anymore. Yeah, we don't, we're like, sure. oh, again. Uh, but I have a quote here from somebody named Mark Bryant. He's the executive director of Gun Violence Archive. He said in this interview that he was doing, he, the one thing that stood out to me is he said, there has not been any year that we've had 67 mass shootings in six weeks this early in the year. Well, that oh. brings us to Kevin in your state. Wasn't yep. there some sort of fucked up thing going on about oh, letting kids carry up. guns? Oh, it's fucked up. I mean, yeah, just, I mean, put everything we talk about on a fucking wall and you're going to hit something that's ridiculous. It's so <laughs> stupid. 
I mean, they're fighting against keeping children from having being able to to have guns. Children, so like you know, five year olds, they want they're like, yeah, that's fine. Five year olds should be able to carry a gun. Is their right freedom? A and, fourteen I mean, year old should be able to walk down the streets with a gun without an adult. That's stupid. what that law says. This mm -hmm. is Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, times a billion. It is oh, just God, so stupid. So stupid. I don't even understand it the, went through, how these people though, get through it? a day. It went through, yeah. It went through. So anybody, any age, any size, anything can carry a gun in your state. Yep. Anywhere. And now you can have sex with 15-year-olds as well. So we Wait, can talk what? about that too. Marry them yeah. in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. And not just 15-year-olds, 12, 13-year-olds. They want they are Stop fighting it. against a law that Democrats are trying to put through outlawing marriage for people under the age of 16. I don't think that that is very unreasonable, but I don't Republicans even think we do. Should, we shouldn't <laughs> even have to make that a law. It should just be a thing. Like Thank you. you. Have to say. Thank you. There are Thank some you. things you should not have to say. That's one of exactly. them. Exactly. I so just... what do they want to be able to get to 12 year olds next yeah. like yep. what's happening yeah yep. they and uh, they literally said you know so, some 12 year olds are able to bear children and if they can bear children they should be able to get married so that they can bear those children in the way jesus intended oh, what? thank you jesus yeah <laughs> the, i mean the way the bible intended which is ba basically slavery i mean not just basically it completely condones slavery in the bible oh it's crazy Oh my God! There's so many things, and we still have so many things on our list. I know, but we should I, take a break. I, we should take a break. I, I know, We're at the 24-minute mark. Let's not end the segment on a, a sour note. Let's just give this one quick shout yes, out to yes. two of our former um, guests. I call them; they're not really guests. They're our artists. Bonnie Raitt, Song of the Year. Yeah, and Taylor Swift. And, and she Taylor was... Swift, Best Music Video. And I love the look on Bonnie Raitt's face when she won that award. It was great. For somebody who's been around and has probably won every award, she, yes. was, sh she was shocked. And Aww, look who she good. was up against. Yeah. Everybody so. plus Adele. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. So shout out some good news to them. And you're right. Let's take a break. So yeah. listeners, we'll be back in a flash. Yep. Break. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Awesome. Welcome back, listeners. That's uh, right. Gentlemen, we've had two weeks, and I've watched both episodes of RuPaul in the mm. last two weeks. I'm totally caught up. Good. Are we going to dish? Are we going to spill the tea? Let's on? dish. All right. Who wants to go first? So um, I'll say, did you watch this week with the Lip Sync Smackdown? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. So I thought I loved, well, I, di I didn't think. I know. I loved seeing Lux, Lux Noir London get knocked off her pedestal for a yeah, minute. I, I did love too. that. I, I loved have it. that written in my notes, Lux. And then I also wrote about her makeup. I did not like her makeup. I never, I liked, I never her liked her makeup. And, and I don't like, I don't like, go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry, she, we should take it away. I, no, she never takes out that fucking nose ring. Like, hello, it's drag. Like, occasionally, take yeah, out the nose I ring. I don't like her look. And you know what I realized? I don't know why. I don't like the queens who don't have boobs. Well, Lux uh, does not have any of those. No. She actually looked kind of scary. Yeah. When she yeah, had that white I, outfit on. She was so skinny that yeah. it was alarming. Yeah, I was having um, close encounters of the third kind flashback series. Yes. Like she had those flailing arms that were just so skinny. But I'm her, like, girl, eat makeup, a cheeseburger. <laughs> makeup on her nose, it really did something weird to her nose. But who are we to tell? And right. Are you talking about She's the little there. dot that she puts at the very end? I don't even know what so it weird. is, but whatever it is, it's, it's all like it's, contouring. It's, it's very, yeah, very I didn't like it. Yeah. But um, you know what? I, I, I have to say, <coughs> somebody that I didn't even have on my radar that I'm now a huge fan of is Anitra. Uh, oh. Yes, yes. An Anitra she killed I, it. She killed it every single lip sync. Every in fact, I think time. she. 
I think she won against Sasha. She I was, was the one not. With that I agree. Pink hair, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and then, for sure. And Sasha was just twirling her hair around the entire lip sync. Yeah. But Anitra, Anitra was killing it. She killed yeah. it. Walking she that fucking is... duck. Oh my god! <laughs> and <laughs> Matthew, great. my husband, was sitting there going, "This was a setup." She won, but they wanted her to stay on till the very end so that they could make sure Jax is out. Probably. That is so funny. I thought the same thing. I'm like, there's no way that happened. There's something no. we don't know about that we didn't see. They edited because, something out. Because she could have easily chosen Spice, and Spice would have been gone. Right? I mean, Spice. Yes. And good for her for being, you know, brave enough to. And she uh, even oh, said that. She's like, that wouldn't even be fair, guys. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Can we talk about Spice? Oh. Oh, She's kind of a mess. Spice. I mean, but this is what happens. I mean, they don't perform, right? Sugar and Spice don't really perform. They're not local queens. They are social media queens. And then when these social media queens get on RuPaul's Drag Race and they're asked to do anything else that they do every single day over and over, they cannot do it. Yeah, she's oh. pathetic. Like, yeah. like the way she prances like uh, that. Remember that crazy. video with the woman Cue the that sniper. did prancer size? <laughs> <laughs> no, remember prancer size? Oh, God. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's what I think. Okay, I got my sexy cock on. Oh, this fucking bird. Hang on. Okay, we're good. All right. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back. So, um... Yeah, what's her name? Spice. She's got to go. Uh, and yep. I'm, I don't know the whole drag story like you guys. This is really my first whole season where I've committed to the whole thing and not just picked up an episode here and there, which feels fantastic because now I know who the girls are. Like I can yep. name them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you get connected and, to some of them and you like some of them. Yeah. And I want to go back to the week before and talk about the conversation that um, Mistress and Malaysia had yeah. when they kind of had a falling out there. Yeah, but they made up and did really good. I loved yeah. that. I yeah. loved that conversation. I was like, if more people would do this, more friendships and relationships would be saved. Well, that's what I like about um, Mistress Isabel Brooks is that she is that person this season that is not afraid to say exactly what is on her mind. Um, yeah. and, and sometimes to her own detriment to be honest (laughs) you know sometimes she goes a little too far with saying we were just kiki and stuff like that no girl you weren't you were bullying um and i said in the beginning i didn't like her because i thought she was kind of a mean girl and then i grew to like her i still really like her and i really liked that conversation she had with malaysia it made me it made me feel good about them yeah that was really surprising to me (laughs) honestly i didn't think she was nearly that mature but you know she surprised me so good for her yeah, I thought it was very grown up. And like I said, if more people would act that way. Um, well, and Go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was just going to say, and let's not forget that RuPaul also started premiering RuPaul's Drag Universe uh, this week on Vizio. If you have Vizio or if you download the app, it is completely free. And they literally stream just seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race 24-7. I don't know what's going on with this drag universe thing. I heard it on another podcast that I listen to called Race Chaser with Willem in Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> and and uh, your voice was not nearly annoying enough to try that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, they mentioned it. And then all of a sudden I turned on my Vizio TV and I was like, oh, there it is. Let's put it on. And it's not necessarily like they stream them in order. So they will. <laughs> they will. They will stream most of the season in order, but they'll cut it off like at the top two. So you have to buy it or do whatever. Oh. Yeah. It's like me. it's like heroin. The first one's free. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. But it's constant. So they just keep streaming yeah. it. And it's great. It's a it's something great to like just put on if you're cleaning My- the house or if you just want to go to sleep and have something on in the background or Okay, because I was gonna ask Brian where do you find the time to watch all that stuff? Yeah, I just so. I put I put it on while I sleep, and I just fall asleep to it because I've already seen all the seasons. So, all right. So, who were you guys happy with? Who went home this yeah. week? Yes. Yeah. 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 It was time. Yeah. yeah. She it's- was a she was quite an assassin, and she, again, she did much better 
she's she's a really good lip syncer. She's a beautiful well, performer. She's not. Yeah. She's she's not got a good look. She's not no. really good in anything else. But boy, she can dance and she can lip sync. Very she should well. she should have gone home when she wore that orange fucking thing that she wore on the runway with the fur hanging off of it i'm not even yeah. sure what that was but that was not fashion it was not cute and they should have literally just been like stop the show go home like that's all now, now. You're you, know, out. you know who i was impressed by though this week was marcia 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 yay right okay. i know she's uh, a lip sync assassin what well, oh yes, yeah. I Ma- love that. Malaysia I love the look on Malaysia's face. I know. Yeah. Malaysia was like, "Bitch, get this leg in the air right now, because this bitch is going <laughs> to <flips> behind me." <laughs> and then it was, it was really a great. really pitiful leg lift. It really. was a pitiful leg. Like, it went like hot, like maybe at an eighty degree angle. Bless Good her heart. for Malaysia. <laughs> better than I could do. Better than I could do. That was great. Yeah, I really am getting to like this. Gary watched it one of the times with me. I can't remember if it was this week or last. Um, yeah, my yeah what me else too. did we have for TV and movies? And Somebody such? said they wanted to talk about a, a new show. Who, who oh, was yeah, that? Kevin. Uh, oh, on HBO, The Last of Us. Oh, The Last of Us. That's yeah. right. And what is it about? Well, is it I, scary? It's, a, it's, well, it's like The Walking Dead. Um, it's oh. kind. It's based on a video <laughs> game, believe oh. it or not. And I've never, I don't, I, I've never heard of the video game. I've never played it before, but it's based on a video game. Oh, it's based on the Last of Us video game. Okay, yeah. I have played that. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually, a, it's a very interesting show. It's kind of a different take on the whole zombie thing. Instead of um, people just like, like zombies are usually a virus, right? Well, this is. A, <laughs> fungal infection a fungal infection gets into a person kills them and then reanimates them and it's it's wild because they all look like they have cauliflower on their head or cauliflower bases it's like this big fungal bloom on them so that's kind of a you know an overarching theme is all of the you'll see big fungal blooms everywhere that are you know you don't want to get anywhere near them but it's a it's a wild show it's it's mostly about just you know civilization just completely crumbling around these people oh. and how horrible other people are to each other when civilization crumbles but it's a I good show know. I've really enjoyed it I might I, I can't say no I'd have to give it an episode um but in my head I'm thinking it's not for me yeah, yeah well as soon as he said zombies I was like <laughs> she's not gonna be um, I just you know it sounds like it sounds like everything bad is happening and I want to just kind of escape into good things when I'm watching TV because I, I worry I about bad things all day. We're still watching uh, that one called The Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, with yes. Jeremy with uh, Renner. Jeremy Renner. And yep. it's, it's, it's disturbing in some places at some times, but it's so captivating that... I, I can't believe we can't binge it. We have to wait every week. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. kind of I, a bummer. I thought the same thing the other night when I watched the first episode of Picard on uh, Paramount because Paramount. this is the last season of Picard, the Star Trek show. And, you know, it's got the entire cast of the next generation from way back when in the 80s and 90s. Oh, wow. And, uh, so, I mean, and <laughs> it's funny. We, we started on like, I love Picard and I think they've done a great job with it. God, I can't help but think this is going to just be a geriatric next generation. And the yeah. title of the very first episode is The Next Generation. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Jeez. I Yikes. mean, if they're bringing back those people from Next Generation, like Dr. Beverly Crusher and all those people, yeah, they're probably very, very old by now. <laughs> they, they're, they're pretty old. But I love the show, and you know, I'm certainly going to watch it. But I was very disappointed that they do one episode every week. I this, is, this is a show that Kevin actually forced the entire family to watch when we were growing <laughs> up because you know though in those days you had cable and like your show came on at a certain time yep. oh yeah and if you didn't watch it you didn't get to fucking watch it so right. everybody fucking watched this show yeah. i even developed my own dance to the theme song <laughs> of the next generation <laughs> well even Stop if i it. wasn't home they not. weren't allowed no, wait, to wait wait <laughs> i have to hear about this dance. well it, it was a uh, it was a it was a ballet number. I'll say it was um, choreographed to the theme song of Star Trek: Next Generation. And, and how I, old were you? Um, 
Yeah, probably 10, 11, 12. Oh, my God. I wish they had camera phones back so, then. <laughs> I mean, if my parents didn't know I was gay then, I don't know. Like, I, can, I can't. Hilarious. I cannot help you. I'm sorry. That's hilarious. And that, That's and that was your show, and you didn't care, Kevin. Did it offend you when he danced to it? I didn't care. Absolutely not. I don't care. I was excited okay. that he was excited. You know, it looked like he was excited. But you know, even if I wasn't home, they couldn't watch anything else because I would set the VCR to tape it, and you yep. can't change the channel. Nope. Oh, back in the day. Yeah. Oh, with the VCR, right? Yeah. Right. That's hilarious. And they probably didn't even know how to stop it. So no. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's so funny. I was I so, so I even, I still remember everything. Like, I still kind of have a crush on... Uh, Wesley? Wesley Crusher, yes. Wesley, Wesley Crusher? Crusher. Yeah. yeah. Still oh, kind of have a crush so on him. Funny. Well, Wesley Crusher was in the episode of the last season. The last episode of the last season. of. Oh, wow. That's and, you know, he was in Big Bang Theory, too. I've always liked older men, so he was kind of my older man. Um, I, didn't I was like 10. Big- <laughs> I didn't watch Big Bang Theory on the regular, but I've seen enough episodes to ask, who was he on Big Bang Theory? So he, you know, okay, it's back when they spent a lot of time in the earlier seasons when they spent a lot of time in the comic book shop. Um, okay. And he would just randomly walk into the comic book shop and everybody would just fangirl because it was Wesley Crusher because he played himself. And, okay. uh, and they would fangirl and freak out and he just fucking hated it. He just wanted to be left alone. He was kind of a dick. <laughs> but I you think know. I remember that as one of the episodes I might have seen. And, it's fun. It was and really thought fun. to myself, who's that guy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's cool. I know yeah. who that is. Now I can feel yeah. part of it again. Yeah. Uh, what else well, do you have for TV? Anything? I have nothing else for TV. We should probably get on Stevie Wonder before long because right, so we're, at, uh, we're at 46 minutes now. All right. Okay. Let's take our break at this moment. So all what right. is it we're going to say, Brian? <laughs> two and two? We'll be, be back, back in, in two and two? We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> started on spilling the tea about Stevie Wonder. Uh, well, I mean, I don't even know where to start because where do you start with somebody like this? Jesus. Well, let it's... me start real quick. Let me start real quick because I was shocked by this information. Stevie Wonder <laughs> was signed by his first record label at 11 years old. Yep. 11 and he was known as Barry Little Stevie. Gordy. He yeah. had his Barry first Gordy. number one single at 13. He's the youngest art- artist ever to top the chart. Yep. It was yeah. shocking to me. Little Stevie. Just think, of, just think of 11-year-olds that you know. <laughs> Come on. Um, when I was 11, again, I had to be supervised for homework. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's astounding what this man has done in this lifetime. And, sure. yep, and he's mean... blind. I hate to say it like, you know. But well, I mean, all, add to it. He's can blind. we also say he was not actually born that way? That was a, a right. mishap in the hospital. He was born premature, and yep. the the, uh, yes. the crib incubator, whatever you call it, you know, the the, the safety crib that has uh, oxygen rich atmosphere for people for yes. kids that are born that pre- because he's six weeks early, which is very early, um, just caused uh, his retinas to detach and yep. he went blind. Yeah, yep. that's a shame. That's a shame. Crazy. Uh, but you know what? It didn't hold him back, did it? No, no. It, it okay, that's didn't. all I wanted to say. Go do your go do your music piece. <laughs> that, was, that was on my notes too, Kevin. It is really impressive. Yeah. So go ahead, Brian. Give us his discography. No, God, is that where we're starting? Because there's a lot. 
So um, I wish I could, <laughs> we could just do the highlights with this one because he has so much. Yeah. And on, I don't know if he's actually known so much for being a um, album person as he is a songwriter. Yeah. You know, he has okay, yeah. he has great songs. And honestly, in the 70s, uh, he had an album come out that is considered one of the top albums of all time by Rolling Stone. But um, I will say was that? that was uh, not, not yeah, OK, I'm going to say it wrong. Probably Inner Visions, I think it's called. Yeah. Inner Visions okay. is considered one of the best albums of all time by Rolling Stone. And that is the one I believe. Let me click on it here. I believe that's the one with like Superstition oh, and so all those classic songs that uh, came off that Living in the City. Um, Higher Ground, which was covered by the Red Hot Chili Peppers later on, which was a hit for them, too. Uh, Don't You Worry About a Thing was on that album. Again, I want to sing all these songs and say them. That came out in 1973, and I will say he was probably most prolific with his songwriting and albums in the 70s and 80s, and he definitely slowed down in the 90s. And he just kind of started having fun. Like He collaborated with people like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre in the 90s, and just started having fun, you know. But up until then, he started in 1962, and uh, the album and hit that Kevin was talking about was called "The Jazz Soul of Little Stevie," and Little he was actually Stevie. yep, and he was actually called Little Stevie when it was first signed. Yeah. And then uh, he did a tribute to, um, or, or, or I can't remember his name now, uh, Ray Ray Charles. Ray Charles, thank you, God. <laughs> Why did I want to say Ray Orbison? That's <laughs> Roy. That's not right. That's not a thing. Not the same. Not that's the same misinformation. Unfact. It's a new artist, drag queen from Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then uh, in 1963, he, he had an album called uh, With a Song in My Heart. And then Stevie at the Beach the, the year after. In the 60s and 70s, it was like one after another after another. Yeah. So he had an album called Uptight um, in 66. He had another album in 66 called Down to Earth in 67. He had another two oh albums. Oh, God. He's going. I know. I, made to, uh, I was made to love her. And then his first Christmas album called Someday at Christmas. In 68, he had another two albums. Um uh, or I can't even pronounce the first one. It's some, something red now. I can't remember. And then for once in my life was in '68 as well. Um, in '69, yeah, in '69 he had my Sherry Moore, which you might remember. Mm-hmm. Um, then in 1970 he had a string of albums that just had hits after hits. He had one called Science Seal and Delivered, which you might remember. Um, I- <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I almost did it, and I was afraid to. <laughs> I'm so and, glad you did. It's all that choir practice that, that yeah, yeah, gave right? you the confidence yeah. to do that. Yeah. Good job. That and I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> Uh, then in 1971, he had uh, an album called Where I'm Coming From. He In 1972, Music of the Mind. And then in 1972, he also had another one called Talking Book. And then in 1973, he hit gold with um, uh, Inner Visions and had, you know, pretty. okay. yeah. And I'm going to say it's pretty much if you don't know who Stevie Wonder is, you've never heard these songs that we're talking about. If you have ever watched American Idol, you know who Stevie Wonder is because they they sing these songs constantly on American Idol. Like, Living for the City was a hit from one of the American Idol contestants, and he actually won the show. And it uh, makes me feel very old that I can't remember his name, but he was the one with the gray hair. Um, um, yeah. I and, can't. And I, he had on a jacket. But he was only, yeah, he was only like 20-something years old. And he had the gray hair. Yeah. I, and I yeah, actually yeah. saw him at Universal Studios. He was like Southern, like a yes. Southern boy. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Sorry, dude. If you're out there as one of our Sorry. listeners, we apologize. And I know there are listeners yelling his name into their phones right now. I well, can, they, so. can, they can tell us on social media and we'll correct it. I cannot <laughs> remember his name. I know, he became in... known as the Silver Fox. See, and yeah, but he yeah. did this really weird dance to Living for the City. So, you know, a lot of these <laughs> songs were introduced to, like, people in Taylor Monica. Hicks. Taylor Hicks. Yes. Good That's job, it. Kevin. How long did that take? 
It took me about <laughs> 10 seconds to Google it. Wow. Good job. <laughs> yeah, that was him. So he, you know, and several other people have had hits with Stevie Wonder songs uh, throughout the year. That. Huh? I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. So um, then in the 90s, he really did slow down, but he did record the um, soundtrack song for a Spike Lee movie called Jungle Fever. <laughs> which you might remember, <laughs> yes. which I loved. <laughs> oh my God, and I then, forgot about that movie. Uh-huh. And then in 1995, he had an album called Conversations Pe- Conversation Peace. In 2005, he had, a, he had an album called A Time to Love. And that is the last album that he has recorded, although he has been on several people's albums since then. And in just about every live tribute there has been, he's been present. Just about. He's okay. been the musical force in the 70s and 80s. And although he has definitely slowed down from the 90s to now, you know, you've got to realize this man started in 1960. So. And he was 11 and he's been doing it a really long time. Yep. He's doing it with such amazing, like he, he can't be beat. He was amazing. And I loved going back and listening to the music of him. And I, I are you done with that, Brian? Because I have a couple of things that are. Um, yeah, I think so. I yeah, same same here, but go ahead and see what you got. We probably okay. have the same thing. So last week, or the week that we recorded last, you had mentioned, um, Kevin actually mentioned a, a skit on Saturday Night Live with him and someone else singing. <laughs> and I, I went down a rabbit hole to find that. I didn't find it. But I ended up on an episode of Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy. Oh, um, I love those. Those are my favorites. <laughs> and Stevie, wait a minute. And Stevie Wonder was the the host. I don't know if he was the host and the guest and the musician. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But it was so bad. It was so bad. Eddie Murphy was trying to teach Stevie Wonder how to be an employee at a theme park called Cottonland. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where white people went to learn how to be slaves, it was, uh, I was, my jaw, I was like, this would wow. never fly today. Never. It wow. was so bad. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I couldn't believe it. We stopped watching it eventually because it, it was just not that funny. But some of it was funny, but whew, it was crazy. So I never did find that um, episode that you talked about. But well, I, I just... Will- Go ahead. I, will, I will add in um, 1999, I, what I forgot to mention was he did play the Super Bowl. He was the Super Bowl halftime show in 1999. Oh, that would have been a good one. And that was on our show notes. We have to deviate at the end of CV Wonder. To, we do have to talk about the Super Bowl. Oh, oh. do um, we? Because it was, yeah. all right. All right. Yeah, real, just a real quick before we, before we sign off, uh-huh. ladies and gentlemen. But um, I just thought that was crazy. I did learn that his name we hadn't said yet was Steveland Hardaway Judkins. Yeah. Show <laughs> um, he then good name change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's now Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Uh, and Ray Charles was his role model. He was yeah, you can by, hear that. Yep. yep. And he was signed by Barry Gordy, like we said, when he was eleven. I have. That he has this scar on his head, and he got it from a car versus logging truck accident, which put him in a coma for four days with a temporary loss of taste and smell. Wow. I was like, oh, I didn't know that happened. It's like the original OG COVID. There you go. Yes, there you go. Uh, <laughs> he has five siblings. I didn't get much on them. Nine kids. Jesus. Wow. Uh, uh, Aisha. With five women. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aisha is one of his daughters, and Isn't She Lovely was written for her. And then there's um, Mandra, Kaylin, Kawami, Nia, Zaya, I think it's Katia, Sophia, and Mumtaz. I don't wow. know. I, wow. I butcher those kinds of things. That's a lot of kids. It is a lot of kids. Yeah. But they seem to be like, you know, they're doing their thing and they're not bad people they seem successful the ones that are doing what they're doing they're all very pretty some of them are modeling and uh they're yeah they're a pretty family and then uh, well, he's a bing. really good looking guy he's very bing. handsome oh, yeah, so yeah. that doesn't surprise me yeah no, bing, bing blind beautiful. didn't stop him from finding that poser sorry um and he's worth $200 million. Woo! Good for him. Yeah. 
So well, that's I had, what I have. I had, Hold on again, Kevin. I have to cough again. I'm sorry. <coughs> Get it out, girl. Free the demon. Oh, Free the oh, demon. That was a good one. Come, <laughs> Free the demon. <laughs> uh, we got to try to keep some of that in. That... <laughs> Whatever you were just speaking that language, Brian. Tongues. That tongue. Yeah. yeah, you got to keep. Come, 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 that's hilarious. That's and you know that has come across things that I have watched so often over the last couple of weeks. I have heard people saying that you know speaking in tongues and start doing tongues. that just randomly to make wasn't, a joke. Wasn't that on RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one that's of the places. So yeah. Yep. There you go. <laughs> well, so, so go ahead, okay. Kevin. No, I was just going to say, I, I just have a couple of things that uh, you didn't mention that really surprised me. Aside from him, you know, starting out and being so successful at such a young age, um, he throughout his lifetime has been nominated for 70 Grammy Awards. Wow. He won 25 of them. Wow. Uh, God. And he also has one Academy Award uh, that he he won for a movie, The Woman in the Red Dress or something that I've never heard of, but... Um, yeah, one Academy Award. Yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, one thing really struck me as I was watching, because, you know, I, I most of our artists, the way I, I research their music is I usually kind of look up what are their what are their biggest hits? And I'll mm -hmm. just kind of watch them on YouTube for a little while and see. Um, well, every single one that I was watching, he loves what he does. Oh, every right? single time you ever see him, he's got that massive smile on his face. And he, you could just tell he is living his best life and loving every second of everything. He's living that for he the does. city. Living for the city. There you go. And that's uh, big. You know, that's huge. You know, to find somebody that has really found their place in the world at such a young age and has continued to just be so successful is, is amazing. It's and wonderful. Not go off the rails. He didn't go off the rails. No. Like these, no, these really. he didn't Britney Spears. No. <gasps> <laughs> that was love. That was the exact reaction I was expecting to have. That that have. Oh, that's very funny. low. No, he, but he never went off the rails like so many, even not kids stars, like any stars. Like look at all the stars that we've lost to drug overdoses and things. Like he, right. there's no scandals. There's divorce or something, a couple marriages, but there's no scandals. He, um, he was amazing. I'm so glad I picked him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy so before we get to the most anticipated part of the show the program uh where we let the listeners know who's next talk can we super just quickly bowl. talk super bowl just i want your um your take on the show on the halftime show brian uh, and kevin it was terrible it was so boring and uh i know everybody's like oh she's very pregnant blah 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 i'm like okay they hired somebody to do the Super Bowl that hasn't had an album out in 10 years, that has not been on stage in eight years, and really doesn't have anything to offer the musical community anymore because she's switched over to Fenty, which is her makeup line, and, you know, that's very successful, blah, 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 which I thought was... Ex when she stopped her performance to powder her face with her Fenty mirror... I thought that was extremely tacky. Oh, but, see, I, I mean... didn't make that connection. I I didn't get that. Um, I hated it for other reasons. I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. She literally, I mean, if if she took, I'm gonna say six steps total. That's probably being generous. She stood in one spot and let a platform do the entire job for her. However, She's... that kind of was spectacular. That's what I had to say. Cool. That um, whole set made me happy i didn't like I've any seen of the it before music. oh you have i've seen it before kanye west did his entire last tour with floating platforms so yeah i've seen oh, it before okay so that wasn't impressive to you to me it was i thought that was pretty stunning because i'd never seen it but above the uh, besides that uh i didn't i didn't like the music i don't know the music no. i she's I not a bored. she's not a singer she's not a dancer uh, those outfits, like the white jacket things those dancers were wearing. It was just a little, it was boring. It was I thought very it was kind boring. Of boring. Except for the visual of those stages moving along was what kept me watching. And uh, um, I, I know people are going to think I'm an asshole because she is pregnant, but Beyonce was also pregnant during her Super Bowl. 
<laughs> so. Well, I get it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good, honestly. But, you know, as an artist that really the entire time she has made music, it's been you, half of her music is amazing. And the other half is unlistenable because exactly. I, just, I don't I don't I, I'm not a hip hop guy. So I, I just I, I can't get into that rhythm very well. And it just doesn't speak to me. But, you know, I, I think the biggest mistake that she made was having the hip hop part at the end. Because, you know, that is is rhythmically much slower than, you know, the, her gay dance stuff that she did at the beginning. So I felt like we had this great beginning with these awesome songs and the energy was go, go, go. And then all of a sudden it was, Whoa, and then we started hmm. doing hip hop and it just lost me. I don't know. Oh, that's an interesting take on that. I just, like I said, I don't know the music. I don't care for her as an artist. I don't know anything about her. So I was yeah. born with it. But Kevin... Go but, Chiefs! <laughs> go Chiefs! Yeah, yes, you know. <laughs> congratulations. That was thank a good day. Thank you, thank you. Yes, if you it's didn't racist. know, listeners, I do live in Kansas City, and so the, this city has been a sea of red for almost two weeks, you know, just even leading yes. up to it, everybody was all wearing red, and it, it's it's just amazing. We had a huge parade downtown that if you see some, like, video of it, it is just, as far as the eye can see, a sea of red shirts. It was really cool. Uh, congratulations to them. Even, congratulations I, even watched, I even watched some of it. Yeah, it was great. It was a great game. I know. Um, and I wish you had gone to that parade because I've gone to a couple of the Patriots parades and it's the most amazing thing to be well, there at that parade. I would have gone if I was in town, but I was unfortunately oh, traveling that's right. for work. You were traveling, which yeah. is uh, a thing now. You get to go travel again. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Yeah. So, anyways, congratulations to the Chiefs and to yeah. all of our listeners who are Indeed. Chiefs fans. Go Chiefs! Uh, and so now it brings us right back to that most anticipated part of the show. Mm. Uh, and this time it's Brian's turn to pick and. If you pick who I want to pick, I'm going to be mad because Kevin already <laughs> did it to me. Well, who, who do you think I'm going to pick? Who do you want to pick? Oh, I'm not saying it out loud because then I give it away. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to write it down on the paper in front of me. And if, and, um, if you see it, if it happens, it'll be funny. And um, I'm going to take a picture of it to prove it. I wrote a name down. Go ahead, Brian. Who do you All right. have? Well, I know I'm I, in the same boat. I guarantee uh, the person I'm going to pick is probably not on anybody's radar, but um, because she is definitely, although she should be, she's not big in America like she should be. She's had a few hits over here and everybody kind of knows who she is if you're gay. But if you don't, if you don't know uh, who she is um, and, and you're not gay, you just don't know who she is. But she's had so many hits. And every album that she releases is literally just a gem and a gift to the gay community. So I'm going to pick Miss Kylie Minogue. Yay! Oh, okay. I'm so I excited. <laughs> I think I might know a song or two. Like, I've heard the name of her, and yep. she's from across the pond, as they yes. say, right? Yeah, she is, and, definitely. I, um, I saw her in concert, and the only concert she has had on American soil in, like, 25 years uh, at the White Party <laughs> in Palm Springs. She was so much fun. We oh, had yes. the best time. She oh, is God. amazing. She is what I wish Madonna had evolved into today. Yes, <laughs> me too, me too. Uh, I can't so. wait to learn about her and listen to some of her music because she's a mystery to me, so... Yay, thanks for picking someone I get to learn something about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Okay, because I know there are a few hits I know. I think if you said one, I'd know it. Oh, but there's, a few, there. there's a few hits, believe me. Just a yeah. few. <laughs> um, so listeners, again, thanks for coming along with us uh, for our place where we start the team <laughs> with some fun facts and some unfacts. So, uh, gentlemen... It's been great spending the morning with you guys on a Sunday. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. You too. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.